What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Newt News Podcast. We're so excited for our first series preview of the year. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, so we've got the Cardinals playing the Blue Jays uh, opening day, and then we'll have a day off on Friday, and then we'll have two more games on Saturday and Sunday. So first weekend series of the year, first series of the year. Absolutely can't wait. A couple of high points we're really excited about. Jordan Walker's debut as a Cardinal, um, and obviously all the opening day festivities. No one does it better than St. Louis. Um, so yeah, Andrew's got a couple uh, things to break down here, so we'll get right into it. Yeah, so our opening day matchup is going to be Alec Manoa against Miles Michaelis. Um, Alec Manoa, very scary. I think he was top five in Cy Young voting last year in the American League. Yes. Um, and then on Saturday, we got Kevin Gossman against Shaq Flaherty. I think that'll be pretty interesting to see how Flaherty looks uh, this season. Flaherty did not look good in the 24 to one loss to Houston that happened on Sunday, but it's only spring training. So I guess we'll find out for real. And then on Sunday, we have Chris Bassett going up against our Jordan Montgomery. I think that one is going to be probably the closest pitching duel in terms of matchup wise. Cardinals have a lot of like two, three, four uh, spot rotation arms and the Blue Jays have couple premium arms up at the top of the rotation. And then unfortunately we don't get to face their number four, number five, uh, Barrios and Kikuchi uh, as much as we would like to see our offense go off against those two guys. Uh, we don't get that. Well, you know, it's going to be all right. Obviously there's some tough pitching matchups here, but I've said it before. I actually really like this Cardinals rotation. And I think there's totally a world at the end of the year where we look up and Flaherty had better stats this year than Gosman. I mean, Flaherty's proven he can do it. And, um, you know, I've got him as one of my team MVPs this year, actually. And I think if he can reemerge, uh, especially if he's just, he's got to be healthy. But if he can be healthy, he could totally reemerge as that ace we've been looking for since 2021 when he went down. So I think that's going to be the most interesting game for me to watch, probably that second game. It, it's going to be really interesting to see how Flaherty fares in his first regular season action as an actual healthy pitcher in quite a while. Yeah, so our projected lineup for this series, um, we're facing all three righties, so I think it should be fairly similar, is going to be a lot similar to the lineup we had against Baltimore earlier this week. Um, we'll have Donovan leading off, Lars Nupar batting second, and then Goldschmidt, Arnado, Contreras, the big three, uh, Tyler O'Neill, Nolan Gorman, Jordan Walker, and then Tommy Edmond. So Jordan Walker will be batting eighth in this lineup. So hopefully that eases some of the pressure off of him because he'll be making yeah. a debut Um at Bush on opening day, that's pretty exciting for him. But hopefully he doesn't yeah. doesn't feel the pressure too much. He can relax a little bit, and maybe he'll crank his first career home run against uh, uh, Alec Manoa. So that would be that would be really exciting. That'd be sick. Yeah, I mean Jordan Walker is the type of guy that performs at his best when the lights are the brightest. He's shown that throughout his career, especially once he got into the Arizona Fall League, where there were a lot more eyes on him than there were at double A earlier this season. And, and he just mashed. And then spring training, you know, it felt like he was under a microscope. Uh, and yet, you know, still produced a great line this spring. Um, looks like he's going to have a, a great start to the season. So yeah, I, I think it'd be really cool to at least see him record his first base hit. And I do think that'll happen. I do think he'll get that done um, in the first game. Now, some Cardinals players that I really think we need to watch this series. I'm really excited to see Brendan Donovan in this first series back. So Donovan, as many of you know, uh, Power was not his calling card last year. He's the type of guy with a ton of utility, uh, a lot faster than people realize, kind of that gap-to-gap power, can hit it down the line, put it in the gap, and he's going to rack up a lot of doubles like that. Uh, but this offseason, he, he was working with one of those puck knob bats, um, you know, in a hitting lab, and, and he was producing some, some crazy exit velocity, and that translated into this spring. Uh, we saw him, I believe he recorded, what, four or five home runs this spring? 
which almost matched or surpassed his total from last season um, in, in a way smaller sample size. So that's definitely something to watch. It's going to be interesting. I want to see him record some nice tie exit velocities in this first game, uh, especially off a guy like Alec Manoa. So I'd be looking to watch Brendan Donovan for sure. And then one other guy I want to see, kind of a similar thing, Lars Newbar. Um, so apparently he was registering bat speeds the other day of about 75 miles an hour in the cage, which would put him in a tier of baseball's most elite power hitters. That's the type of stuff that Aaron Judge was doing. Um, obviously, I'm not saying Mubar is going to hit 60 home runs, but I think 30 home run power is there. He, he's a the type of guy that you could look up at the end of the season and see he was an elite power hitter. He's got the bat speed of some of the best in the league. It's going to be really fun to see that. And he says he's really cleaned up his swing. Um, I mean, could he get better than he was in the second half last year? We'll just have to watch. We'd love to see the batting average tick up a few points as well. But yeah, I think this Cardinals offense is going to be super strong. Andrew, what can you tell us about the Blue Jays offense now? Uh, the Blue Jays offense is very scary. Um, I think it's maybe one of the only lineups in baseball that is better than the Cardinals, um, I would say. Uh, their infield yeah. goes Matt Chapman, uh, Bo Bichette, Whit Merrifield, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. All of those guys, proven major leaguers. They can all definitely take you deep. Maybe not with Merrifield, but he's a very good contact hitter. They got Alejandro Kirk behind the plate. Um, and then they got Dalton Varsho, George Springer, and I believe um who do they who do they have in left field? Well, um Varsho will play some left field when Green yeah. comes back. And then Biggio could also mix into the outfield a little bit. Teoscar Hernandez isn't there anymore, which is their big loss from this offseason. Yeah. But I'm actually not sure who they're going to be starting in left field to start the season. I'm not sure it's totally cemented either. Yeah, um, I'm taking a look at their their depth chart here real quick. Um, mm -hmm. And it's showing Kevin. You made an interesting point. Being center field. Oh, yes. Um, yes. And that should defensive. push Marshall. Yeah, not, mm -hmm. really, not really one with the bat, but I think – Everyone else in that bat, uh, in that batting order, is uh, pretty pretty threatening. So I'm um, I'm pretty scared of that that lineup. Hopefully, our pitching. Yeah, a little bit. You, you made an interesting point there. I'm actually not even sure that I would say the Blue Jays lineup is definitively better than the Cardinals. Obviously, Vladito, <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has prodigious power at first base, but I think even Goldschmidt is pretty much a wash. Goldschmidt's coming off that MVP season. I mean, legitimately a Hall of Fame caliber player, and Vladdy has shown that. He's going to be a great player. He already is. Um, but I think that's pretty much a wash. At third base, I really love the Nolan Arnato over Matt Chapman, especially in recent years where Chapman looks a lot like, a lot less like that MVP candidate that he seemed to be in Oakland. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, he's had a lot of trouble swinging the bat. Last year was totally a down year for him. Obviously, he's still going to be great with the glove, but Nolan Arnato is the best defensive third baseman in the world, except maybe Cabrera is. Um, and then up the middle, Whit Merrifield has a ton of talent. Um, and, and, you know, he's shown to be a great contact hitter, very durable. That's my favorite quality about him as a player. But I still like our, our uh, middle infield probably better. I think Edmonds is a similar hitter to him. And Bichette's a little nah, – Bichette's better than, uh, than our options. But, you know, it's close enough. I think it's smaller than the gap at third. So I, I think the Cardinals and the move into the outfield where we just have all the depth in the world, I think we might even have the better lineup. I, I think there's – it'd be really tough to find – more than one or two lineups, maybe the Astros, who are significantly stronger than the Cardinals this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty similar. Um, Alejandro Kirk and Wilson Contreras, I think, come very similarly. Uh, the Cardinals yeah. will be in on him. And we didn't give up Lars Nupar, I think, is who the, the Blue Jays were asking for. Uh, we're very happy about that. But, um, yeah, yeah uh, I think that'll be a very comparable matchup at catcher as well. Um, what do you think of uh, the Blue Jays starting pitching 
uh, do you think we'll, we'll be able to get to them? Well, I mean, small game samples, you know, one, one game, small sample size type thing. But yeah, I think this lineup can get to anybody. I think that's what's really important to know here. Last year, and especially years before that, um, last year we had one of the better offenses we've had in a while, and we got better. Um, but years before that, there were a lot of easy outs in this lineup. And that's what I kind of look for when I assess lineup strength. You look at this Cardinals lineup, and honestly, like, if you're batting Tommy Edmond ninth, turning it over with all that speed, and that's your easiest out, I mean, when everybody's healthy, that's the easiest out on this team. And that shows you, you're going to have nine guys that come up and truly grind out at bats. Um, plug in the pepper, the pepper grinder there. But I mean, you're going to have nine guys that are really tough outs all the way up and down. And that's the type of things that successful teams like the Astros, Dodgers, um, the 2018 Red Sox, they've had that kind of dynamic where there's no rest. Um, and, and for the Cardinals to have that is absolutely huge. And so, yeah, I think we can get to anybody. I look at this team and I don't think an ace will shut us down every night. You know, I mean, in the last few years, we've been very susceptible to just high-end talent. Um, they've been able to just stop us. You, you could see it last year in the playoffs where once Nola was able to get Goldie and Arnato out, there, there wasn't as much depth. But this year we've really added to that. You know, I mean, moving Yachty and DeYoung out of the lineup, as much as we love Yachty, moving him out of the lineup for somebody who's a much better hitter right now at this stage of his career, that's massive. You know, you get rid of that easy out in the middle of the lineup. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, this lineup is going to be scary for any pitcher and hopefully – We'll be able to get to those two aces um, at the start of that. Absolutely. One last thing I wanted to cover before we start our little hit streak game is uh, the 40 man roster. So Jordan Walker has been called up kind of, but he does not have a spot on the 40 man roster currently and someone has to go. So who do you think that's going to be? I assume Jose Fermin. Um, he seems like the obvious candidate to me, unless they're trying not to lose some of that infield depth. I would say if that's the case, then maybe Moises Gomez is getting outrighted, which would be a real shame because I think he's someone that we still all want to see up with the big league club after the year he had last year. And in spring training, he didn't really do anything to dissuade our strikeout concerns. Still a lot of swing and miss in his game, still having trouble making solid contact frequently. But he's the type of guy that when he hits it, he hits it far. So I think a lot of us still want to see him get a shot at the major league level. So I think it'll be one of those two. I'd be really surprised if they outrighted a pitcher or something like that. Um, I don't really know how many, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's Barrera. Is he on the 40 man yet? No, he's not. But what if I don't it's think so. I, I would be really surprised if it was Paul DeYoung. I think they could consider moving DeYoung to the 60 day. Yeah. But I don't think they will. It doesn't seem like, you know, Eh, probably not probably not gonna move into that so that's the game uh, wilking rodriguez to the 60 day um i know they don't they don't want to lose him by um not leaving him on the 40-man roster but that's yeah. one way to get him off the 40-man roster without having him uh potentially being sent back to the yankees i think yeah i see that for sure but i don't think they're gonna waste um a pitcher roster spot on an outfielder because we're going to need that pitching depth later in the year. Yeah. I would be, I would be pretty surprised if it wasn't for me. And if it's not for me, it should be Gomez. Besides right. that, I don't really see anyone else. Those seem like candidates to me. And then one other question I actually got from a fan uh, the other day. So normally Contreras, well, Contreras hasn't been here. Normally Kisner is Michaelis' personal catcher. And so does that mean Kisner has a shot at catching opening day? I don't think so. I think okay. there's a couple of reasons. I think just the storyline of, you know, we have the Cubs franchise catcher. <laughs> um, I think the fact that it's opening day, 
and I think the amount of money they gave him, he will catch opening day. Uh, but it was definitely an interesting wrinkle that mm-hmm. they brought up. Yeah, I think Wayno was initially supposed to start opening day before he went down with that groin injury. So, oh, for sure, Michaelis is going to have to pitch to Contreras at least for the for the first game. Um, I mean, you got to announce him on the opening on the opening day lineup, right? Like if you if you sign him to yeah. such a big deal and Andrew Kisner is catching, I like, agree. You just, you just can't. So, um, yeah, it's got to be Contreras. But I would expect later in the season, um, you know, pay close attention because I do think that uh Kisner will mostly catch Michaelis they have a great rapport um Michaelis has time and again praised Kisner for how he handles the pitching staff um and yeah they've developed a great relationship over the years so I would expect to see that later on this season but yeah I think for opening day it's pretty safe to assume that Contreras will catch yeah so um this season we're going to be playing hit streak and so the way that's going to work is for every game uh the three hosts Gravy included as well, and not here tonight. But the three hosts will be picking one player um, to get a hit. And we'll see what we can do. Uh, you can pick the same player twice in a row. No restrictions on who you can pick. Um, but sometimes we'll have to pick before lineup cards are released, so it's going to be tough. Uh, so we'll probably end up picking, you know, frequent regulars for the most part. And then if you would like to see our hit streak picks on days where we haven't filmed an episode, so for games that aren't the first game in a series when we're doing a preview, be sure to check out our Twitter page where we'll post all our picks. We'll also uh, post our scores, streaks, active streaks type of thing. Um, yeah, I plan to get the high score this year, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, Andrew, who are you going to be picking for the first hit streak game of the year? Uh, I'm taking Jordan Walker. I'm going to be in the building. I'd love to see him nice. get his first major league hit. Uh, and, yeah, I believe in a little bit of magic. Uh, Albert Pujols had that magical two, 2001 spring training, kind of similar to what Jordan Walker has. Um, and Albert Pujols went yard in his first at bat at uh, Bush, yeah. Old Bush, Old Bush. So, uh, yeah, I think Jordan Walker might do something similar. All right. Uh, for me, I'm going to be going uh, with Goldie, but a goodie. I think it's going to be Paul Goldschmidt. Led the team in batting average last year. Type of guy that's going to hit 300 most years. And, yeah, I think he's going to come out of the gate swinging. Uh, I think Paul Goldschmidt's going to have a great first game. I expect him to have at least one base hit. Uh, hopefully – multi-hit game a couple extra base hits we'll see but yeah i expect paul goldschmidt to have a great year and i like the matchup with him and manoa um you know goldie goldie cranked lefties last year but he can also hit righties so yeah i think uh that'll be my pick and then we'll post gravy's pick to twitter uh so please and and instagram and all our other social media outlets so uh be sure to check that out well thanks for watching everybody that'll wrap up our first season uh series preview so please be sure to like comment and subscribe as usual uh, share this with all your friends and be sure to tune in next time. We're going to be previewing the Braves after the series with the Blue Jays ends. And then also on opening day, uh, we might be getting some Instagram live stuff together. Uh, Andrew and Grave, you're going to be in the ballpark in Bush. So it's going to be a really special day. Unfortunately, I can't join. Stuck down in Texas at school. Um, but yeah, they're going to be in the building. It's going to be awesome. So be sure to tune in. We're going to have lots of content coming to you from the first day. Yeah. So happy opening day to all who observe. <laughs> it's going to be a great season. We absolutely can't wait. All right, signing off. Thanks for joining. Holiday. Should be a national holiday, but it's unfortunate.